beginning of Psalm 31. In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. And for your name's sake, you lead me and guide me. You take me out of the net they have hidden for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. I hate those who pay regard to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love, because you've seen my affliction. You know the distress of my soul. And you've not delivered me into the hand of the enemy. You've set my feet in a broad place. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I'm in distress. wasted from grief, my soul and my body also, for my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. Blessed be the Lord, for he has wondrously shown his steadfast love to me when I was in a besieged city. I had said in my alarm, I am cut off from your sight, but you heard the voice of my pleas for mercy when I cried to you for help. Love the Lord, all you his saints. The Lord preserves the faithful, but abundantly repays the one who acts in pride. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. Um, I wonder if the children might want to come to the front. Any of the children want to come to the front and give me a hand? Because I need you to look at some things and help me. And help all of us to understand what we're on about here. Because here's the funny thing. What are we saying here? Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is an everlasting rock. And I have a rock. It's not a real rock, but it looks a bit like a rock, doesn't it? And I want you to help us to think what it means for us to be saying that God is an everlasting rock. Because it's a funny idea, isn't it? I mean, does it just mean that God is very big? Is that what God means when he says that he is a rock? Or does he mean that He's very hard to to get into, pretty hard to penetrate like a rock. Is that the idea? I don't think so.
There's all sorts of things, aren't there, that, that we, I don't know, kind of rely on to keep us safe. Things that we think will get us through. I don't know what it might be for you. Um, might it be um, your brains? Think I'm a very intelligent person. No. <laughs> well, let's see if one of the others apply then. <laughs> might be, especially in a city like ours, might be lots of people who think, ah, oh, my brains will get me through. Uh, or maybe it would be my looks. Uh, the way that I appear to others. Maybe that would be it. Maybe uh, it would be uh, my strength. Maybe it would be uh, my warm, witty personality. All sorts of things about us. What sort of person I am. Think that will get me through life. Think that will... Uh, uh, protect me through tough times. That'll do the job. Um, let me find somebody uh, who might help. Anyone, anyone want to give, someone give me a hand? Who would like to give me a hand? Do you want to come and give me a hand? Yeah? No, you changed your mind now. Your hand was up, but anyone want to come and help? You're going to come and help? Yeah, come on. Come on up. What's your name? Theo. Theo. Great to have you up here, Theo. Right, now... I've got a choice for you, okay? I want you to think hard. I want you to imagine that all these people, for some reason, were going to start throwing stones at you. Oh, what a horrible thing to do. That would be very, very bad. I'm sure they wouldn't, but I just want you to imagine. Imagine they're all going to throw stones at you. Now, you've got a choice. You could either stand behind this rather flimsy bit of paper, or you could come and stand behind this very large rock. Okay, remember, they're going to start throwing stones at you. Which one do you think you're going to go for? You're going to stand behind this rather flimsy bit of paper. Let me see what happens when a stone hits it. Oh, that hurt my leg. Yep. Where are you going to, where are you going to stand, do you think? Where's the best place to be? You're going to go behind the rock. Let's go and have a look. Do you know, I think it is pretty safe here. I don't think they can see you. I don't think their stones will be able to reach you. I think you're right. I think this is a great place to stand. Thank you very much, Theo. Go and have a seat. Uh, just look with me at some of the verses uh, in that psalm we just read. Incline your ear to me, rescue me, me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. When God says that he is an everlasting rock, he wants us to understand that he is a safe place. He is a refuge. He is a fortress. There is protection to be found in him. He is a place that we can go to. He is the one that we can go to. And he will be a refuge for us. These things won't. These things will fade, won't they? Some of you laughed when I showed up looks because you thought, well, that's, that's gone already. Children didn't think they were very brainy. They'll get a bit brainier and then maybe they'll get a little less brainy. These things don't last. These things won't secure us. These things ultimately won't protect us. Now, we need one higher than I. 
one greater than I to be our refuge, one that we can hide behind. But I don't think that's the only thing that we find in this psalm. Uh, Not only is God our refuge, but I think he's saying something else here as well. See, as well as someone to go to when we feel assaulted and assailed, uh, God is also a place of security and stability. He also enables us to stand. See, all sorts of things that we can accumulate, uh, we can begin to imagine, uh, will, be, um, will be our security going forwards. Uh, maybe it's that we've, we've got ourselves a lovely home and we feel very secure in that. Uh, maybe that we've accumulated a good amount of money and that makes us feel secure. The bank statement arrives, we look at the cash in the bank and we feel okay because there's a nest egg there. There's a little buffer. Uh, or maybe uh, it's uh, the people around us, our family. They give us our sense of uh, security going forwards. Or maybe it's just our stuff that makes us feel good and makes us feel okay. Well, will these make us secure? Richard, come and, uh, come and just help me a minute. Uh, again, I just want to f- visualise this for the children particularly. See, um, Richard, just, just stand up on here for me. Um, this is a, not a very secure place. Just stand on there. I was going to ask one of the children to do this, but um, I thought better of it. Look, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, if that's a bit wobbly, just lean on that, will you? No, 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 lean on it. Richard, Richard, I said lean on... Le- Richard! You do the job. I think you better get down before you fall on the children. See, something's just no security to them. Any of these can disappear in a moment, can't they? Uh, Richard, just um, come and stand somewhere else. See, here's a broad place. Here's a broad, strong place to stand. Trust in the Lord, God is an everlasting rock. broad, strong place on which to stand and be secure. That's what the psalm says. Let me read it to you. I will rejoice, verse 7, I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love because you have seen my affliction, you have known the distress of my soul and you have not delivered me into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a broad place. So there's the two things that I think this psalm uh, would tell us about why it is 
that God would call himself an everlasting rock. First, because he's a place to hide, he's a refuge, he's a fortress. He's somewhere we can, someone we can run to for protection. And second, where there are so many things that will fade away. Things that seem so important to us, but ultimately they'll go. God, the everlasting rock, is secure, and on him we can stand. But I would be surprised if there aren't a number of you thinking, how come? Did Helen not trust in God as her everlasting rock? Is this true? Is this really true? When we know that Helen faced such a depression that she was unable to go on. Does that undermine all of this? Does it it sweep it away uh, and say, well, maybe God isn't a rock after all? Maybe he is no refuge. Maybe he is not a place on which we can stand and be secure. There's so much we don't know, so much that we do not understand about God's plans and his purposes. And I would be a foolish pastor to you to try and tie up untidy ends and make them neat for you. I'm not going to try and do that. But I do want to point you to to the hope and promise of eternity. See, when God says that he is an everlasting rock, when God says that he is a refuge, when God says that he is a place where we can stand, he doesn't mean that he'll protect us from the troubles of this world. He doesn't mean that we'll never get ill. He doesn't mean that we'll never suffer. He doesn't mean that things will never be hard and sometimes too hard to bear. He says something better than that. He says that into eternity I will be your refuge. Christ the rock came. He died our death. He rose again to new life. And he is the pioneer who has gone ahead of us so that even death is not a barrier to our security in him. That's much better than having safety and security for 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years here. That's the promise of the Christian faith, a security that lasts into eternity. To be sure that we can stand on him for all time. That's his promise. I don't know where you are with it this morning. Maybe it is brand new to you. Maybe you've come here for Samuel's baptism and you've walked into the midst of our grief and our pain. But maybe if God would have you think of the reality of our mortality, of the certainty of our death and the need for a hope that goes beyond that, 
Or maybe you have been cruising in the Christian life, thinking little of these great promises, and maybe this reminder of who God is, of what he provides, would be what you need, what I need, uh, to bring us back to him with new vigour and new determination to live out our faith to his glory. Uh, Let me pray and then we'll sing a final song. Heavenly Father, there is indeed uh, so much that we that is hidden from us. Uh, the secret things uh, belong to you, the Lord, and it is not given for us to know uh, how your plans and your purposes work out in the detail of our lives, how you have worked them out in the detail of Helen's life, how you will work them out. Uh, in Mike's life into the future. But because of what you have made known about yourself, because of the love that you have demonstrated on the cross, we come and ask you to help us to trust you, even so. So that that which we do not know would not cause us to come to doubt those things that we do know about the depth of your love demonstrated in Christ's sacrifice for us, about the sure and certain hope of heaven that is to be found in his resurrection from the dead. Our Father, for these precious promises we praise you and we ask that as we weep and as we mourn uh, we might also find celebration Uh, Father, we ask that you would deal gently with us, uh, your children. And we ask it in Christ's name. Amen.